Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. This is The Literary Gardener for April 30th, 2020. The topic this time is Effective First Aid for Branch and Trunk Wounds. On my way out of that garden, the gnarled trunk of a centuries-old oak tree caught my attention and literally opened my eyes to a hitherto unknown domain, the world of bark. It turned out to be a revelation that changed the course of my life. Cedric Polet, Bark, An Intimate Look at the World's Trees, 2010. French photographer and landscape designer Cédric Pollet traveled across five continents to study and photograph hundreds of trees in neighborhoods, parks, and woodlands. The result of his journey was the publication of an informative hardcover book filled with spectacular photographs of all kinds of trees with all kinds of bark, smooth and bumpy, single-colored and multicolored, striped, spotted, even bark that looks like puzzle pieces. Like Pole, I am fascinated by tree bark, by the way it looks and feels, and by the way it helps nourish and protect trees. In many ways, tree bark is like human skin, but unlike skin, bark does not regenerate. Dead cells from wounded bark remain for the life of the tree, and this is why I'm so concerned about a large wound on one of the scaffold limbs of a weeping birch, Betula pendula youngii, in my backyard. The birch has been an architectural focal point in the garden since even before we bought our house 11 years ago. I love its twisting white branches and hanging green leaves that rustle in the breeze. I sure would hate to lose my weeping birch tree. The tendency to protect the tree by dressing its wound is understandable. After all, I did exactly that for my children's cuts and scrapes, just as my mom did for me. However, most wound dressings are petroleum-based products, which are certainly not healthy for trees. Even dressings made from natural materials do not effectively prevent organisms from penetrating the bark and beginning the decomposition process within the inner tissue. In fact, wound dressings seal in moisture, which speeds up decay, and the materials they're made from can even feed pathogens. In addition, wound dressings, particularly those with black coating, eventually crack from sun exposure, allowing pathogens and insect pests to invade. For all of these reasons, the use of wound dressings has been discouraged by most horticultural experts for decades, even though an ample number of products are still available in stores. So, what to do about the terrible wound on the limb of my weeping birch? I talked with local certified arborist Mike Bartlett, and he assured me that even though trees can't heal their wounds, they have evolved effective mechanisms for damage control. When a tree branch or the trunk is damaged, the tree responds by generating a special kind of wood that forms a callus roll, beginning at the outer edge of the wound and eventually filling in the center. The tree also begins producing chemicals that help ward off invasions to the wound by insects and disease. In this way, the tree isolates or compartmentalizes the wound so decay and discoloration don't spread. Applying sealants to the damaged area actually prevents the tree from initiating self-defense mechanisms that have evolved over millions of years. Instead, Mike recommends a three-step process that will help save my weeping birch tree. 
First, gently remove loose bark around the wound and then use a sterilized sharp razor to slice off dead bark to the edge of the callus roll, making sure not to damage the new growth. Second, look for tiny holes made by wood-boring insects, which are among the most destructive to ornamental trees and shrubs. Apply insecticide to the limb if insects are present. Third, help the tree help itself by making sure the rate of new growth exceeds the rate of decay. I can do this for my weeping birch through proper irrigation, birches like lots of water, consistently replenishing the soil with nutrients, and spreading a layer of mulch around the root zone of the tree. Providing adequate growing conditions will free up energy for the tree to generate callus wood more quickly, although large wounds may never be fully filled. If a wound causes structural weakness, like the wound on the scaffold limb of my weeping birch, then the limb should be supported to prevent further damage. Finally, the limb or tree should be removed if it presents a safety hazard. Also important is to try to find out how or why the tree was damaged in the first place. One of the first questions Mike asked me on the phone was whether the damaged branch on my weeping birch was facing southwest. It is. Come to find out, birches have thin bark and are particularly susceptible to sun scald when the afternoon sun is hottest. Sun scald kills off healthy tissue cells and causes lesions in the bark. These openings allow insects and infection to exacerbate the damage. I can't protect my tree from the scorching sun with a hat the way I protect myself, but maybe I can grow a tall trellis of green beans in front that will cast an afternoon shadow. The wound on my weeping birch isn't pretty, but my main concern is the overall health of the tree. After all, I've developed some rather unsightly wounds during my 57 years, and I like to think of them as emblems of an active life. Besides, if I want to look at beautiful bark, I can read Cedric Polet's book. And that's it for the Literary Gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening, and happy gardening.